With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What would life echoes an eternity? <laughs> Stay with me, hold the line. Oh yeah, let's put that little extra mix here. Let's put that extra mix here. I always like it when you guys do it like that. What's going on, people? This is Sayakakay. Live and direct from Hollywood, California, L.A., L.A., California, love, Andre. I might play a little bit of that. You know how we uh, do our little mixes in uh, our show. I know you guys. I got a lot of emails from people out there in the Netherlands, the Internet, the netizens, wondering where I was last Saturday. I'll tell you exactly where I was last Saturday. Laid up on my bed with NyQuil, Sudafed, and Jesus. Because there's a flu going through L.A., that I don't know what happened when it got to me. I couldn't talk, could barely breathe, could barely eat. My goodness, I couldn't talk. If you heard me last Saturday, you would have called 911 thinking I was a stalker. So I wasn't able to do it, couldn't get somebody to fill in, so we couldn't do last week's show. But I want to say a special thank you to everybody out there that wrote in, was concerned about my whereabouts, wanted to know if I got deported, arrested, evicted. <laughs> so none of the above. I was just really, really sick, and I was actually thinking about doing a pre-recorded show because uh, last week I wanted to talk about Congovision.com, but I said, you know, that wouldn't be fair without giving you guys the proper introduction as to what the show is about and things like that. People, you can reach out to me live and direct, 646-595-2892. That's 646-595-2892. Or if you're listening to me on your computer, on your laptop, on your PDA, on your cell phone, on your iTunes or what have you, you can chat with me live. So I know a lot of you folks out there have a little pre-paid minutes so you can chat with me live. People, today's theme is what? What is today's theme? Where's the change in DRC? Where is the change in DRC? Seems like the more news I get from back home, the more this, the news seems like the same from last year and the year before. It makes you wonder if we're stuck in the time warp. It was brought to my attention a couple weeks ago that, and we spoke about this, that there were some Rwandans creeping into the Kivus. At the same time, there was also some Ugandans creeping into the Kivus. And I'm like, when, where have we seen this before? Then it hit me. It happened, Laronka, they were there. So, what happened? Ugandan troops came into uh, northern Congo, hunting down Joseph Coney, was it John Coney? Joseph Coney and his little LRA that's been on the rampage for about, oh, over 20 years. Chased him into Congo with the help of the Southern Sudanese Army. 
What does Congo have to show for that little incursion into our territory under the authorization of Kinshasa? Murder, rape, pillage, and destruction. And yet word comes out of Kampala, of all places, that the operation was, was a success because they captured two senior leaders of the Lord's Resistance Army. Did they catch Kony? No, they did not. So where is the success? What do we have to show for it? Thousands of Congolese displaced, about a thousand murdered. Remember, they also burned down a church around Christmas. Now, that's Uganda. Ugandan troops coming into Congo. Let's head a little southern to the southern of the Kivu, where first 2,000, then 1,000 was the last note that people put on the amount of troops from Rwanda that entered the Kivus to do what? To confront the FDR. A lot of LRs in these organizations' names. The former Rwandan army and militias into Hamway that fled into DRC way back in the old days of 1994. Almost a little over 10 years, people. Are we missing something here? What happened? Apparently, according to the Rwandans themselves, dramatic rumble, please. Boom. And 62 FDA. They themselves said the FDLR totals 6,000. So what do they do? Well, they have to show for this incursion. Rwandan troops pulled back out a couple of days ago, supposedly. It wasn't like there was a Congolese at the border with a cell phone camera sending live footage to the webcam or to the Internet saying, here they come, there they go. So again, what do we have to show for this joint operation between Kadali and Kinshasa? I'll show you what we got to show for it. 30,000 Congolese displaced, not but two days ago, by the same FDLR that everybody says was crippled and weakened. So I ask you, where is the change? Where is the change in suffering? Where is the change in the peace? Where is the change in the misery for those in the Kivu? What's going on here, people? What are we wait? Where is this change? Tell me, where is this change that people have been talking about? We have the election. How much money do we spend? Millions and millions of dollars. country was divided between Joseph Kabila's supporters in the East, the Swahili phones, and Jean-Pierre Mbemba's supporters in the West, the Lingala phones. Joseph Kabila apparently won by 2.5 million votes. 2.5 million votes. And what do we have to show for that result? Jean-Pierre Bemba fleeing to Spain, being suckered out by some rumor and arrested. Now he's sitting at the Hague. And Mr. Gazenga being made prime minister, even though he at the time only got 3% of the vote. Where is the change? Prime Minister Gazenga stepped down. And we have somebody else who took the position of prime minister. People, where's the change? Somebody tell me what show. From what I understand, Kinshasa isn't the beautiful Kinshasa that I remember when I was last there years ago. Every time I turn on the port, there's still women getting raped. Children getting recruited. Men being killed in the east. Where's the change? We saw this last year. We saw this the year before. We saw this the year before. We saw this the year before. Where is the change? The way things are going, who really thinks there'll be an election in 2011? 
What's going on? Talk to me. What's going on? Come to me live. Come to me live. What is going on? Where is the change? And where is the change in President Obama's administration's policy towards Congo? He's already visited Canada. He's already visited the Republic of Jay Leno. He's next scheduled a journey to Europe. After he goes to Europe, he's supposed to journey to Turkey, who they need as an ally into their dealings in the Middle East. Because Turkey is one of the few countries in the Middle East that has a normal, peaceful relationship with Israel. It was Turkey that broke the conversation and dialogue between Israel and Syria. So that's President Obama's next trip to Europe, then to Turkey. Where's Africa? Will he journey to the continent, the motherland, as some of the brothers and sisters from the old school of the 60s would say? Will he journey down to Congo, into Kinshasa, to find out what the situation is on the ground? Will he travel to Zimbabwe to make a point of forcing Mugabe to say, no, you can't visit my country? The same Mugabe who a couple of days ago, along with some of his parliamentarians, is asking for $5 billion in economic aid while still seizing the land. Or President Obama visit the safe place of South Africa and hang out with Nelson Mandela. The same Mandela, if you look on our blog later on today, later on this evening, hosted President Kagame of Rwanda at the Nelson Mandela Foundation. And you see Mr. Mandela, the former President Nelson Mandela, hand in hand with President Kagame, smiling. As well he should. Because it was the same Nelson Mandela who voted as a member of the SADC to not come to the military aid of Congo when Rwanda was invading and murdering and pillaging in eastern Congo under the order of his friend Paul Kagame. Instead, they wanted to have peace talks. Angola was down. Namibia was down. Chad was down. Sudan was down. Zimbabwe was down, came to the defense of the country. Who do you think was selling weapons to Rwanda at that time? Who do you think? South Africa. Who do you think was violating the arms embargo that was placed on Rwanda about selling weapons to that country? South Africa. So, do you think President Mandela said to President Kagame, mission accomplished when it came to Congo. Where is the change, people? Where is the change? What are we waiting for? What do we do? What are we going to do? Will the Obama administration's policy change towards Congo? What do I think? No. You have Susan Rice, who's the, the American ambassador to the U.N., who do you think sold out Congo during the second invasion? Susan Rice. When our ambassador Faisa Matifu in D.C. said on PBS that the peace negotiation is taking place in Lusaka, I'm sorry, in South Africa. What's Lusaka? Tell me about that. Was it? Yeah. Enough for the Congo. It wasn't fair to the Congo. It was not good enough for the Congolese people. The same Susan Rice said to Mr. Juarez, the peace deal is good for everybody. Like Congo is a, is a little smorgasbord, a little, a little buffet, 
I'll take a little kivu here with my rice. I'll take a little kasai over there with my drink. I'll take a little a little minyama over here with my dessert. Oh wait a minute, I need I, I need some for my cornbread. I'll take a little kinshasa over here. She said the peace deal was good for everybody, which is why Ugabe, Laurent Kabila, the late Laurent Kabila, President Santos Vangola didn't want to meet with her. Do you get the picture of people what's going on? Who is currently Secretary of State for the United States? Hillary Clinton. Who's, who was the president when we got invaded in 96, 98? Her husband, Bill Clinton. Where do you think she gets those diamonds that you've seen her wear? And I'm always going to ask this question. How is it people are able to visit Baghdad, Turkey, Europe, particularly Iraq? We have a war going on still, but no one can ever go to Kinshasa. Even the, the French president, Scorsese, is that his name? Scorsese, whatever, is going to visit Kinshasa in a couple of days. But people, change. Why are our Congolese women not feeling protected? Why is it the Congolese feel like we're still being raped, even though we're not in the, we're not in the country? And now we have Ben Affleck, who's hot, who I'm sure his heart is in the right place, who I'm finding out information. I'm going to talk about another show another time. But he has his, he has his uh, media presentation on Congo. A little skewered, a little off-center, doesn't really address the situation because there's no mention of the fact that it was Rwanda that invaded Congo. It was Rwanda that supported all these militias. It was Rwanda that sort of Nkunda. And speaking of Nkunda, as my man said in Gladiator, my memory might be a little hazy, but wasn't he supposed to be, quote-unquote, arrested a couple weeks ago? So um, when are we going to see him in Kinshasa? What's the issue? I've noticed when people that have to do with the Rwanda genocide, quote-unquote, are found overseas or anywhere, they're arrested and extradited and sent back to Congo, back to Rwanda, not Congo, back to Rwanda, within about a week, week and a half after they file deportation hearings. So my question is, why is it Nkunda still isn't in Kinshasa in handcuffs? The Ugandans, when they arrested some of the LRA, they walked some of the people, they walked their both captives through Kampala, look who we got. Where's the change? Now there's, inter- there's international pressure on President Kabila to arrest Bosco, the new leader of the CNDP, who for some reason, some Congolese under the delusion, has been dismantled. You know what I think? I think the Rwandan troops came in, found a couple of Congolese, and said, wait a minute, there's a few Rwandans and Congolese over there, FDLR, killed them. They might have killed a couple of real ones. But I think they went in there, and when they went in, we'll say 6,000 Rwandan troops went in. I'll say about 4,000 of the CNDP under Nkunda left as Rwandan troops. Folks have been hooked and boozled, even made blind. Think about it. 6,000 troops go in. Okay, you guys were here. You guys go back and pretend you're Rwandans. 6,000 Rwandan troops entered Congo to confront 6,000 Rwandan Hutu rebels from the 94 genocide. And all they could be, was able to manage to kill was 169 
went back to went back to Rwanda and want to say mission accomplished. Then President Kagame wants to say we still reserve the option if they re, if they regroup to go back into Congo. Like Congo has no authority over their own sovereign land. We can go back to the Congo to confront the FDLR. And then once they pulled out, what do we have to show for it? Go to drcnn and yahoogroups.com. 30,000 Congolese displaced yesterday by the same Rwandan militias from Rwanda are running rampant in eastern Congo. 30,000 Congolese displaced. Where is the success? How long is Congo have to be bitch slapped by everybody? How long? We turn the other cheek, they slap us in the other cheek. We can protest, we can march people. If there's a Matanga, if there's a Congolese concert, we're there. But when it comes to defend the country, where are we? We can't be sitting around. If, let me tell you something. I got to talk to my brothers and sisters. You can go a little old school in the history here. Can we have like about 13 minutes left? Sister Shani, I see you out there. What's you doing? Uh, D.A. Williams, I see you out there hiding in the cut. Hope you're all doing well. Thanks for joining in. So I have to go to the brothers and sisters. Harriet Tubman, quote, said this. She would have freed more, more captured Africans. You want to call them slaves, but they were captured Africans, we'll say. She would have freed more if those captured Africans knew that they were captured Africans. And I think some Congolese are still under the delusion that the Belgians are still colonizing us, that we're not getting murdered. She didn't have no cell phone, Harry Tubman. She didn't have no two-way. She didn't have no prepaid cell phone. She didn't have no instant messaging. She didn't have no computers. She had no telephone. She didn't have the United States postal system. She had to do it old school. There's the North Star. We're heading in that direction. Now let's, take, let's, now let's go to my West Indians, to my Haitians. L'Avature, Dessaline, Capois, all those guys that fought for the independence of Haiti. What's going on? The Haitians back then, they didn't have no two ways. They didn't have no instant messaging. They didn't have no T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, Virgin Mobile. They didn't have ABC News. They didn't have no blog talk radio. They didn't have any of that stuff. They didn't have no computers. They couldn't send a text message. Yo, Hillary, we're going to come over the mountain. All they had was word of mouth, determination to be free. They kicked out the French, occupied the island. Simon Boulevard wanted to go liberate his people in Latin America. He used the Haitian, he had to get permission to use the Haitian troops to go in and help him out. And look what they did. The Americans had problems with the British and those folks down south by Louisiana. Who they called? The Haitians. Haitian soldiers helped them fight down there in Louisiana. Look what the Haitians did with the revolution without all this technology. Look what the brothers and sisters accomplished back in the day with all the technology. Dr. King, Malcolm, they have no two-way. They have no mobile. They have no computers. They had old school. They had a march. They had to send letters. They had to make phone calls, knowing that they, were, they had wiretaps. They had to write letters, knowing the letters would be open. So why is it we as Congolese, I'm not talking about the ones in the country who are fighting and holding it down. I'm talking about the ones that are outside the country who want to go around and give these nice little speeches. Well, you know, Congo was occupied, was colonized by Leopold back in, Leopold is dead. Well, you know, when Mobutu was alive, he had stole five, Mobutu was dead. 
Let's stop living in the past. We know what happened. We know the history. We're talking about the here and now. We are at 8 million Congolese dead. Where is the change? That's all I want to know. Where is this change that they can talk about? We had their elections. The killings are still going on. We have 17,000 U.N. troops. The killing is still going on. It's time, Congolese, I'm telling you, when they think, as my principal where I teach at, when they get down, gets down, the only people we have to blame is ourselves. We have to think on other people to do it for us. The brothers and sisters didn't wait for their freedom. They took it. You might have had a few, like Malcolm said, that want to stay in the house and say, we sick. But then you have those field brothers and sisters that say, look, we need some freedom. And where are we going to go? We don't know, but any place is better than here. You think Dr. King was waiting for approval to do the march? His own fraternity wanted to kick him out. Those own brothers and sisters down there, they were all bougie and upper class, didn't want to talk to him. But the minute he gets nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, his frat brother was like, that's my frat brother there. Those bougie little Africans, those um, brothers and sisters down there at the church in the South, were like, wait a Nobel Peace Prize? Well, you know, we all supported from day one. Martin said, I'll do it with the people. Malcolm did it with the people. Lumumba did it with the people. Mulele did it with the people. Where is the change? All these Congolese, tell me what you have to show when you went out there and you wanted to tell everybody to vote for Obama. Obama got in. I'm happy. I called all the brothers and sisters and said, congratulations. I don't know who you voted for. I don't know who you wanted in office, but I understand the historical context of him being elected. But as I said before, he's going to look out for the American agenda. He's American. There's nothing wrong with that. He's going to look at the country that's going on. AIG get out $169 million in bonuses. Then you find out the reports come out yesterday. They actually paid out 216 You can't walk up to and say, President Obama, what about us getting killing in the Kibbles? He's not asking for our opinions to help on America. Congolese, we got to stand up. You have to find, we have to find the brothers and sisters. We have to find those that are really friends of Congo. Not the ones who are doing it because they can't get a job in, in corporate America, and they say, you know what, we're going to be like save the children and go save some bunch of backwater Africans. No. Back in the 60s, people, back in the 60s, my people, the civil rights movement fed off the liberation movement in Africa. The liberation movement in Africa fed off the civil rights movement in America. Dr. King, Ralph Bunch, they've been to the continent. Those brothers and sisters over there in the continent, they've been here. But now what we do is, well, we're going to see a change now because President Obama is the president. Oh, we have more black people in the White House. No, 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 no. You don't wait for someone to come liberate you. You keep waiting. You've been waiting for a whole long time. It seems like the more technology we get, the more easier our life becomes, the more lazy we get. Congolese, I ain't talking about the ones that aren't doing stuff out there. I'm talking about my Congolese out there who are sitting there waiting for somebody else to come save their wife from being abused. Let me tell you, old school. When a guy walks into the house and attacks your family, you don't run out the door down, to the, down the street looking for the police. What you do is you try to take care of his business as best as you can, and you have someone sneak out the house to go find him while you're holding down the fort. But no, not us. In 2003, the Red Cross said at that time they estimated 5 million Congolese was dead. Go to the Red Cross. Check their information. 5 million in 2003. But the IRC wants to come out last year and say there's 5.4 million. People, do the math. 35,000 getting killed a month since 2003. People, we had the death toll of 8 million. 
eight million. If you apply this to Rwanda, there'd be no Rwanda. You apply to Manhattan, New York, there'd be no Manhattan, New York. If there was eight million, let me tell you, you wipe out eight million brothers and sisters in the United States, you're talking about revelations happening. No brothers and sisters are gonna put up for that. You have those old schools from the from the World War One come back and say we're not gonna allow this. What are we waiting for? How many more? Another eight million? You apply eight million to Rwanda, there's no Rwanda. You apply eight million to Burundi, there's no Burundi. You apply eight million any place. Look, Darfur, how many got killed in Darfur supposedly? Three hundred thousand. So he's playing to me how three over here is getting all this advocacy, but he's playing to me why eight million is it? We can blame anybody, but it starts by looking in the mirror. Where is the change? Mobutu is dead. Leopold is dead. Mbappe is dead. Mulele is dead. We are here now. Who's going to speak to the people? Don't speak to ABC News. That's cool. You can speak to the New York Times. That's cool. Who's speaking to the Congolese and who's speaking for the Congolese people? It's a difference. Give me a break. Give me a break. My Congolese brothers and sisters in America or across the diaspora, particularly young brothers and sisters that were born here, make up your mind. Someone has to build that country. They're going to build it with you or without you. China was a wasteland years ago. Now look at China. Biggest debt holder of American treasury bills. The Chinese last week, you know what they said? They said, we're concerned about the economy. They dumped those treasury bills. You think things are bad now. It's, it's over then. But China was a wasteland years ago. Look at them now. Nobody on that continent, including some of our fellow Africans, wants Congo to be where it's supposed to be. President Obasanjo says what? Nkunda's a great man. Well, Nkunda was killing people in Kwanja, murdering and raping, and saying, oh, it's not my fault. I'm a Tutsi. That's what he said. What's his name? Anderson Cooper. Give me a break. It's not about the Hutu. That's a Rwandan problem. It's not about the Tutsi. That's a Rwandan problem. It's about Rwanda and Uganda invading Congo and companies and international companies and international conglomerates and foreign nationals, and that includes some of those foreign nationals on the continent themselves, we're using them to exploit us. Take the minerals, kill the Congolese. Give me a break. Don't give me this whole 1994. Give me a break. Because you want to talk about Mobutu? Mobutu was the one that was forcing these Rwandan militias out of the country at gunpoint until the international community said it violated international law. Where is the change? Where is the change? Who's going to make that change? We can't, be, we can't look back and see what happened to Brother Malcolm, to Brother Martin, to Brother Lumumba. We can't look at them and say, we don't want to happen to us. Who's going to step up and say, you know what? Who's going to be Maximus from Gladiator who said what? He only wanted to do two things, three things. Kill the man that killed his family and restore Rome to what he thought Rome would be. The third thing, he wants to make sure it got done before he died. The first part he did, he avenged, him, he avenged his family. The second part, he don't know because he died. Rome never became a republic. But I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, people. Maximus. The only thing he cared about was, I will suffer. I don't care what. You want me to kill some folks in the, in the arena? So what? If it gets me from the, if it gets me from the Emperor Commodus, so be it. I'm going to get that man. What do you say? I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. He didn't care how he did it. But no, 
too many of us Congolese, too many of my people. I'm not going to talk about the brothers and sisters because they've always been down. You have some folks that kind of, you know, look, 11 civilians entered Ituri region a couple years ago from Uganda, pretending to be doctors. There were 11 black Americans. There were 11 special forces, brothers from this country. But I know there's brothers and sisters out there that's always been down with Congo, will always be down with Congo, riding with Congo, allied with Congo. And those are the ones who, when they come to Kinshasa, are going to say, look, I've been trying to defend you guys, help you, you know, work with you since, you know, the 1990s. And we're going to say, you know what, we remember you. Come down to Kinshasa and hang out. But then you're going to have those little cowards who are going to roll up and say, hey, you know, I'd like to help out Congo. And we're going to ask, well, how are you helping out Congo when you're hanging out with Paul Sagami? People, we've got a minute left. Let's wrap it up. I want to say this to all you guys out there. Where is the change? Forget what Gandhi said, be the change. Because Gandhi, you know why Gandhi was so, was so against colonialism when he got back to India? Because he was so racist towards the black folks in South Africa. He, he, he realized what it was like to have a shoe on the other foot when he went back. We can have be the change you want to be. You can have all these great speeches. We need change. Where is the change and how many more Congolese need to die before we wake up and realize we have an extermination going on beyond belief? People, this is Saeed Kekesi Dabinga. Tune back in at 7 o'clock tonight. Word on the street. We're going to talk about Hollywood United for Haiti, an initiative led by my Jimmy Jean Louis. He plays the Haitian on Heroes. It's a great mission that he's doing to uplift his country. Look at Haiti. Haiti gets its independence, destroys Napoleon's French Empire. So where's the support for that country? Why are we all looking at Darfur? People, it's been real. I love you guys. I see you all later on. DA, I see you out there. Shani, I see you out there. Folks, I see a lot of you guys out there on my other chat line. Thanks for your support. I'm out. Talk to me. Hold the line. Stay with me. We will have our freedom in this life or the next. I'm going to live to see it in this life. I'm out.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 